Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to an instant reaction edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan could not join me tonight, but wow. To quote another radio host of 97.1, Wojo, well, 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 look what we have here. We got two teams in this state sitting at 5-0. and oh. And you know what? <clears throat> These The games this week, were they were a little bit different than they were last week. Last week, we saw Michigan. We saw Michigan State squeak them out. This week, a lot different. Let's start with Michigan. Jim Harbaugh finally exercised at least one of the demons. And that demon was he's never won a game where he was not favored. He was an underdog. He went on the road. Wisconsin was favored. I think by the time this thing got close to kickoff, Wisconsin was favored by one and a half. But they were still favored. Michigan goes into the game. Wisconsin had the stout run defense. They found ways to move the ball early, including the flea flicker uh, to Cornelius Johnson. Michigan takes a quick 7-0 lead. You know, kudos to the Wolverines. They've yet to trail in this season. Think about that. <clears throat> Say what you want. That's <laughs> – I don't know the last time I've known a team to go five games into the season and they've never trailed. Not once, not 3 to nothing. never trailed. They took the 7-0 lead. Quickly went out to 10 nothing, And, you know, with this Wisconsin team, I thought that whoever scored and, and got to two scores, a two-score lead first was going to win. And sure enough, Michigan did. It was going to become a boat race. Wisconsin was not built to come back. They never have been. Graham Mertz is just not good. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. He's... <sighs> If I'm Michigan, I probably try to keep from hitting him too hard because you had a better chance with him in the game because I was worried that the backup QB was going to come in and all of a sudden spark the team. He did not. Michigan cruises in this game 38-17. to Probably going to see the Wolverines later today in the top 10 because, hey, number three loses. Number eight loses. Oregon loses. <laughs> number eight loses. A lot of people lost. Uh, number nine loses. Number 10 lose. Uh, I want to say 12 and then four and 15. So there's going to be a lot of shakeup when it comes to the new AP and the new coaches poll. Because, yeah, <clears throat> Arkansas gets blank 37 to nothing. They were the number 18. <laughs> Uh, Cincinnati goes to Notre Dame, and they beat Notre Dame, the number nine team. Also, side note, Cincinnati will probably run the table in the AC. Cincinnati, I think, is going to be the first group of five team to make the college football playoffs. All they got to do, not shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, later on in the day, they say Ole Miss got beat by Alabama 
And what was the other one? Oregon. As I said, Stanford goes takes Oregon to overtime. Kentucky knocks off number 10, Florida. So, yeah, and Mississippi State knocks off Texas A&M. Saying all that, Michigan should be in the top 10. Harbaugh exercised the demon. Now they are on to a night game at Nebraska, which I'll, I'll probably talk more about that later on in the week. But uh, Kay McNamara showed that he can pass the ball. He went out there and threw for about 190 yards. But I, I think the, the, the key thing was J.J. McCarthy coming into the game. And I kind of talked about this on the radio show I do with Mike Valenny. He was going to have some plays, and it was interesting that in the second half, up three, they leaned on him. They 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 went to J.J. McCarthy to kind of jumpstart this offense, and not necessarily for his arm, but for his legs. He's a little more mobile. Watch out for that later on. Now, <clears throat> I don't know how that's going to play out, but... Could be seeing the beginnings of the usurping of Kay McNamara at quarterback at Michigan. For right now, it still works. For right now, they're 5-0. and Go to the other team in the state that is also 5-0. and This game went pretty much how I thought it was going to go. Michigan State wins in the shootout, 48-31. In the first half, Michigan State scored 42 points. They scored on five of their first six possessions, including the very first time they got the ball as Jaden Reed took it back 88 yards for a punt return touchdown, his second punt return touchdown of the year. You know, he did the same thing against Nebraska uh, last week. But, man, uh, Zappi, the quarterback for the Hilltoppers, 489 yards and three touchdowns. Michigan State's defense knew what they were going to be into. They knew that the Hilltoppers were going to run that up-tempo offense, not, no huddle, and they did exactly just that. They were able to bend but don't break. That's kind of been the theme. A lot of times the uh, Western Kentucky got it into the red zone, but Michigan State forced them to kick field goals. That was really the big difference in this game, Is whereas in the first half, Michigan State scores six touchdowns, and when Western Kentucky had their opportunity to score, they ended up with one touchdown and three field goals. So when it came time to money time, Michigan State was able to get off the field and did not let the Hilltoppers hurt them that much. Now in the second half, they scored six points, another second half where they didn't do a ton of scoring, but this one was a little bit different than Nebraska. It is concerning, but... I think in the second half of this game, the clock was their ally. The clock they were trying to milk down and just try to get out of there without getting anybody injured. They did not have that same aggressiveness that they had at the beginning of the game. Now, if you're going to do that, you're going to milk the clock. It, it, Peyton Thorne may want to learn to let the play clock go down to zero and not hike it with 15 seconds left with 12 seconds left because that could end up costing you later on in a game. It would be good to see Michigan State put together a complete game. I don't think we've seen that complete game since maybe uh, Northwestern, Youngstown Youngstown State. 
Six points in the second half. They had opportunities to put the game away, but gotten getting it down to like the two or three yard line. But in the end, they ended up kicking a couple field goals. It was enough. They ended up covering. I think by the time the game started, it was an eleven and a half point spread. Luckily, I got mine at nine and a half. Cash my ticket. But uh, Kenneth Walker the third finished with three touchdowns, including one where you. He hurdles a guy and then dives to the end zone. They are now on on the road, off to play Rutgers. Uh, we'll have more about that game also a little bit later on in the week. But both teams at 5-0. and And I know this is going to sound like a broken record. I still don't know what these teams are. But they appear to be on a collision course. For October 30th at Spartan Stadium, you may see two undefeated teams where at the end of the night, only one team's going to be undefeated. And the other team, well, they're going to have that loss. I can say for both teams, the back end of the schedule, not going to be playing any favorites for them. Both teams are going to have to play Penn State and Ohio State. Uh, Those two teams, highly ranked top five teams. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle the pressure, what happens as uh, the stakes get a little bit higher. But for right now, both teams have answered the bell. Both teams sitting at 5-0. Quickly, side note, also got a chance to go to the, uh, I guess it would be the midday madness the Michigan State basketball team had. Open practice for the fans before the uh, Western Kentucky game. I will say one interesting thing that I really took away from that This team looks a lot different when you get a point guard on the court. I think that they have two, possibly three with the freshman, Jay Nakins. But kind of like the football team, they got a transfer coming in from the portal whose last name was Walker, except for this one is Tyson Walker. But kind of like Kenneth Walker III on the football team, I think Tyson Walker is going to lead this basketball team. He's got the court vision that you haven't seen since Cassius Winston left a few years ago. As a matter of fact, he, he reminds me of, of a, a skinnier Cassius, the way he can drive, penetrate, hit the shot, but more so how he can get his guys open, how he can find them with the bounce pass, with the with just a quick no-look pass. You're going to see a lot more three-pointers. Like a guy like Joey Hauser, man, this is going to benefit him probably the most. Whereas last year, he just kind of looked like he was out of place because he cannot create his own shot. But with a guy like Walker setting him up, you're going to see a lot of Hauser knocking down shots, Gabe Brown knocking down shots. You also have, you know, like I said, along with Walker, you got A.J. Hogarth, who has slimmed down about 20 pounds. He looks a lot quicker out on the court. With Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogarth as your point guards, Michigan State has something that they did not have last year. I think you're going to see a different team this year. I see You're going to see a team that more resembled the Michigan State that most fans knew in the past and not necessarily the team that struggled to barely make the tournament last season. So wanted to add that little tidbit in. Thanks for listening to this instant reaction of Week 5. Evan and I will be back for the full podcast later on in the week. If you got any questions, make sure you can uh, send me the tweet at Rico Beard at, uh, I think, uh, 
Uh, yeah, just send it to me at Rico Beard. And uh, also make sure you subscribe to the five star zone and tell your friends.